Hi, I'm Rachel Monteleone and welcome to Kittypedia, the podcast. I'm not an expert. However, I do speak with them with the view of providing you with expert information and advice to help you be the best parent that you can be. Together, let's give children the life they deserve and a positive future. Hello and welcome. Well, there's no doubt that Christmas 2020 this year will look and feel a bit different. Amongst many of these changes, many families may experience financial challenges due to the effects of COVID, which may put undue stress and pressure on a heap of Aussie families. So to show our support and help ignite a little added Christmas spirit, we're going to share today some tips for a healthy Christmas spread that won't blow out the budget with a selection of helpful tips and supportive messages for the festive season um, with our special guest, Nicola Moore, Clinical Manager and Dietitian at Life Space Clinic. Now, Nicola has been a dietitian since 1992 and she's worked and works in a private practice and consulted to the private hospital in Rockhampton and overall she's worked with them for 18 years. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm well, thank you for having me Rachel. You know, a big part of celebrating the festive season, as we know, is with friends and family, um, and it's all around food and entertaining um, and the celebration of, of Christmas. But um, the costs of doing this, on top of, um, of course, buying presents and, um, of course, with children as well, this, this, this can all sort of add up and sort of take a bit of a hit to the hip pocket. And let's face it, you know, this year Australia is in the middle of a recession and we do have to find creative ways just to be resourceful until we ensure that we can just afford to enjoy Christmas this year. So I'd just love to know, what are your thoughts on this overall? Oh, the first thing is, you're right, it is a totally different year. Whether families can still come together is another question. Um, and, you know, the financial um, impacts that a lot of families have faced with regards to their employment, um, either you know, scaled back or, or being, you know, stood down. So it is, a, you know, my, my motivation was talking about how can we still experience and enjoy this time of the year, but just with some, you know, some sensible considerations around, you know, our plan for what we're going to eat and also our, our budget. Yes. And I read that the Australian National Retailers Association estimates that more than $30 billion, which is an incredible amount a year, is spent in just in the four weeks alone leading up to Christmas, which really is an incredible amount of money, don't you think? <laughs> Oh, absolutely. When I read that, I, it blew my mind. And, you know, and, and especially, as you said, this, this current climate, that we are really, you know, watching our pennies. So how can we still enjoy this time, but maybe just in a bit of a different way? Yes. And do you think that um, in order to do this um, in particular for this year, as you just mentioned, do you think that planning is key to ensure that we don't sort of blow out the budget for this time of year at all? Oh, absolutely. As I always say to my clients, you know, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So it all does come back to planning um, and planning has got to be front and centre of everything we do. And and it's when we don't have a plan, that's when things start to fall over quite quickly and, and we will blow the budget and um, we'll, we'll take in and bring in more food than we need. And, you know, I always say to I hear my clients say in January after Christmas, you know, I just ate too much or I bought too much. So, you know, 
it's not a surprise that Christmas is coming up. So the more that we can put a plan in place, we can just, you know, enter that with a bit, bit of a better plan. I totally agree with you. And I say this every year. It's, it's, it's an interesting thing that Christmas is the same date every year, the 25th of December, as we know, but yet we're still surprised by it. I don't know what it is every year. We're like, oh, all of a sudden it's Christmas. It's come around so quickly, which we know and it does, but, you know, it is something that it, it, it doesn't, the date doesn't change. It's still the 25th of December every year. So if you know that something's coming up, um, just, I, as you just said, you know, sort of work smart and, uh, and, and not harder and, uh, and just plan. Now, I wanted to acknowledge um, that we had published an article of yours and the title of that is Tips for a Healthy Christmas Spread That Won't blow out the budget now for someone who hasn't read the article yet can you please tell us what it's about and of course what inspired you to write it again the inspiration was about helping people through this challenging time with you know living under the COVID um, umbrella that we are doing um, and I always talk to my client and interestingly enough you and I you know having this um talk on the 4th of November, the day after Melbourne Cup. And I always say to my clients, just like you were saying, Christmas Day isn't a surprise. Get ready the day after Melbourne Cup Day. And, you know, just interesting that we're having this conversation today because it's a date that we all know about. And, you know, Christmas is still six weeks away, but if we can start putting that planning in place, it can just take a bit of pressure off um, when we do come towards Christmas. And come January, you know, you're not going to have a, a lot of, um, you know, minimise your debts, I suppose, minimise that credit card bill. Yes. Now, um, there's lots of information in your article that I want to dissect and um, sort of pass on as knowledge to be able to help sort of our listeners. Um, but I'd just love to know overall, um, from an overarching perspective, just to begin with, what are your top tips for creating a healthy uh, Christmas feast on a budget? Overall. Yes, I've got, a, I've got a couple that I wanted to share with everyone. And the first one is exactly what we've already touched upon, which is putting a plan together um, and thinking about each weekend, just what does the next week look like or what does the next couple of weeks look like? You know, what events are on? Um, what will they involve? Do you actually need to attend every event and in, and in what capacity? Can you just drop in and say hi and then just keep going? Um and if you're hosting something, you know, how many people, how many guests, how many visitors are coming and just being realistic about what you're going to put together. Um, so from that, you know, creating a, a list, a shopping list, looking at what you've got in your pantry, looking at what you've got in your fridge um, and then, you know, going shopping. With regards to going shopping, and I know it sounds really si simple, don't go shopping when you're hungry because yes. that's when people can start to, you know, do a bit of impulse buying and get caught up a little bit on the specials or um, things that perhaps may not have um, been on their, their list. They start to get caught up in that. Yes. So the first one is is sticking to your plan, making a plan and sticking to it. You know, so much can be achieved from taking the time just to think ahead and plan ahead. Um, so I'm hearing what you're saying, to do a bit of planning each weekend um, for the week ahead is something and time well spent and to be realistic about catering um, as an Italian and coming from an Italian family, we're <laughs> never realistic about that at all. We always over-prepare and then over sort of, <laughs> there's always this ridiculous amount of uh, food available. And for many Italian families, I'm sure they would agree, it comes to Christmas time and you just don't have enough fridge space. There's just not enough <laughs> space anywhere. So we, we don't sort of 
do that and be realistic about that very well. But definitely we'll take a leaf out of your book. Um, Absolutely. (laughs) And to set a budget and to write a list is something you just mentioned. So um, no doubt shopping online can help track this. Now, so of course, we're talking about shopping in two, two aspects of talking about buying food, but also, you know, Mm -hmm. shopping online with buying presents as well for this time of year. Shopping online is something that can help us track um, what what we've spent and sticking to a budget and only sort of buying what we need. Because when you're in store, of course, you'd always end up sort of buying bits and pieces that you hadn't planned for, which makes it absolutely to sort of blow out the budget. So, um, and, and another thing as well, flo- uh, following the supermarket catalogs for specials and to stock up, stock up on non-perishable items, things like potato chips and soft drinks for entertaining are always great to get on special. You don't want to necessarily be buying those things with a premium um, and full margin and full wax. If you can get them on special, buy them, put them away, which I'm sure a lot of people do anyway, but these things can help. But of course you can always buy meats and put them into the freezer as well um, because we're not that far away from Christmas. Um, Absolutely. So you're right, online shopping, you know, helps just with not being exposed to everything and the end of the aisles, you know, specials that just weren't on your list but suddenly you think, oh, that's a good deal and you put in. But definitely checking, you know, all the specials that are coming up um, because if they're things that are non-perishable, as you were saying, you can put them in the pantry, you can keep an eye out for meats as well and pop them into the freezer. Also just keeping an eye, though, on specials. Like, for example, you're making a comment about chips and you might think, you know what, I only wanted one packet of chips but and that packet of chips might be, say, you know, $3 or, hang on, there's a special, there's two packets for $5. And it's coming back to, hang on, what was my plan? Was it two packets of chips or was it one packet of chips? Because if it was only one packet of chips, keep it just at one because otherwise you're buying something extra that you didn't really want and it's costing you an extra $2. So, you know, don't get caught up in the specials if they're not on your list. Yes. And I, I totally agree with what you said before too. The worst thing you can do is go shopping hungry. We've all done it and come home with bags and bags of food that were unlikely to eat and didn't plan to buy in the first place. And, and it's a really expensive thing to do as well. So if you're running around Christmas shopping, um, the best thing to do is to always ensure that you've actually got maybe some fruit or muesli bar or a bag of nuts in your bag just to help. So make sure there's some food in your tummy because um, we've all done that and you get home and you're like, what did I just buy like I've just exactly (laughs) and And it sounds so simple um (laughs) and making a list sounds so simple it's interesting I was making a list um when my son this is going back a number of years and I was doing the the shopping list and he looked at me and he said mum does everyone make a shopping list and I said actually they don't and he said well how would they know what to buy and I thought that was a really you know I think he was maybe 10 or 11 at the time and I thought that is just such a simple statement if you haven't got your list how would you know? What would you know? What do you know to buy? What do you know to buy? Yeah. So keeping a list, not eat, not shopping hungry, looking at alternative ways of shopping. If you do think that you're not strong enough, you're going to get um, influenced by all the specials. So online shopping is really you know a, a great way a great of doing way. it as well. Yeah, and it keeps. If there's some considerations about you know um, public safety, it's just another way that you can just keep away from people as well. Good point. Good point. And, you know, coming down to, I guess, budgeting as well, this time of year, of course, we've still got utility bills with, you know, mortgages. Um, and of course, people don't stop having birthdays and babies being born at this time of year. So there's always other things just 
on top of Christmas that we need to be planning and budgeting for as well. So this is something that we need to always keep in mind because there's nothing worse than getting through to January and having a, a big credit card bill and then having to Absolutely. sort of pay off yeah. and then having bills that are overdue and those types of things. So understanding, yeah. you know, this is this is this year's. Is going to be different. So let, let's maybe talk through some other points that can sort of help families as well. Um, you Definitely. know, COVID overall, COVID's given us, I guess, the luxury of time um, to be home more, and we are cooking more than ever, which is wonderful. There's um, another point. Yeah, so undoubtedly we can save money when we home make um, foods ourselves instead of splurging out on luxury store-bought um, sort of food items that we can give as gifts. And everyone loves homemade gifts, don't we? Edible gifts. You know, um, so I'd love to know, do you have any favourites that you can maybe share with us that we can sort of make and and give as gifts to save some money? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, um, if someone's coming over to your place, there's nothing nicer than if you can make your own platter Um, and it could have lots of different colours in it. One of the things that I always say to my clients is, don't let brown, yellow and white foods just dominate what you're eating. We want to have colours. So what I mean by brown, yellow and white Christmas time, you know, putting out nuts and chips and cheese and crackers and chocolate, whilst they may be lovely, they don't add a lot of colour. Whereas if we can start to put out some lovely fruits, um, some berries, um, even make some homemade dips, straight away it's just adding some more colour. So we want colour in, in our life. So, you know, making some lovely platters is a nice way. And I'm sure that, you know, if you turned up to one of your families or friends' place with a lovely platter and it wasn't really requested, I'm sure that they won't turn you away. It always will be eaten. Um, so doing something like that's always nice. Um, you can even do things like um, um, homemade um, salads, homemade dips, um, those type of things. They're very easy to make. And again, you can make them to how you like to have them. Um, as you were mentioning, you could even make some you know, homemade cookies um, in the shape of Christmas trees. So there's a lot of different things. And again, as you pointed out right at the beginning, all of this takes a bit of time. So the more that we know about things in advance and we can put this plan mm-hmm. in place, um, it just takes a bit of pressure off, you know, come 24th, 25th of December. Yeah. And there is an endless amount of edible gifts, as you were just saying, that you can give friends and family that you can dress up, you know, like for example, in an inexpensive jar, things like you can make jams, relishes, um, sauces, even like oils, chili oils. I even saw something um, the other day, um, flavored honeys and um, people making homemade tomato sauce. So you can go all out with this sort of, there's endless amount of stuff that you can make and people love things that are homemade this is the heart and it saves and money COVID's, and covid's made people a bit more creative as well so yeah. um you know definitely all of those things and they they also some of those gifts you just can't buy you know they're they're very special when someone makes something 100%. for you and and um and they're things that are very practical as you were saying with regards to to jams or chutneys you can use them on christmas day as well very nice. And and then, of course, you've got all your sweet stuff too. You've got your gourmet cookies and rum balls and gingerbread cookies and things like that. I've even in the last few years um, made small portions of my, my nana's traditional Christmas pudding as a gift also. So there's, you know, endless amount of things that you can to be resourceful and creative, to be able to save some money and to be able to give gifts. It's not all always about, of course, sort of going out and having to buy something. People really love that sort of stuff. Um, and then, Absolutely. On top of this sort of stuff, do you have any other inspirational tips that can help us save money around entertaining? Also, you've mentioned things, for example, like making our own dips is a good one. Um, Definitely. 
I mean, seafood is obviously something here in Australia that we, we that we love to be able to sort of splurge on at Christmas. But this year, a lot of families may just not just have that extra money to be able to have a seafood platter. So you can maybe sort of replace it with something like a roast or veggies. It doesn't necessarily have to be a gourmet feast, does it? No, it doesn't. And, and also, I think, you know, put, thinking about, as you know, as we were saying, what does Christmas look like? Maybe instead of putting a lot of the money into those befores and afters, maybe, you know, pooling that money into just having, you know, instead of having all those befores and afters, putting the money into getting some prawns or looking at some of the other roasts or meats that you can use instead. So, again, you know, if turkeys are on special, grabbing that beforehand um, so that you could use something like that. Mm. Um, also, if you if it is seafood that you want to do, instead of going to just the, the shops to get it, maybe going down to the, the trawlers if you can and buying it straight off the trawler is another way that can save a little bit of money as well. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, again, just having that plan. Yes. And then, I mean, bulking up on more fruit and vegetables as well is a cost-effective way and obviously better for um, sort of just the calories as well. <laughs> and, and well I was going to mention that as well. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Those colours are so important, like I was referring to before. You know, you don't want to just be having all those brown, yellow and white foods, whereas if you can have lots of seasonal fruit and vegetables and lots of salad, straight away you're getting a lot of bulk on your plate um, and it does keep the calories down. It also keeps us full, gives us fibre, um, all those type of things. So, And, you know, you can go to local um, markets and buy you know, fresh produce that way as well. And of course, there's nothing still wrong with canned um, and frozen foods as well. They all, Not at all, they're low cost and low calorie Absolutely. and high in nutrition because yeah. a lot of the, the frozen stuff is sort of snap frozen. So, you know, you can Absolutely. be resourceful and find some, obviously, there's an endless amount um, of recipes using all of these ingredients. You just need to have a bit of planning, like you just said. It's all about the yeah. planning. Yeah. Absolutely. And even if you don't use them at Christmas time, they're not going to go off like your fresh produce is. So something like that, you know, you will use into the future time as well. And for those with big families as well, do you have any tips to help uh, keep sort of cost down and keep it a little bit more fair as well? Definitely, you know, even just doing something like if it is a family coming over, you know, um, giving people jobs of what or food um, that they can bring so that it just shares the cost around. Bring your own plate. Um, yeah, bring your own plate. So it might be, you know, uh, asking someone to bring the meat and some people to do some of the other family numbers to, to bring um, the, the, the vegetables and the fruit. So just divvying it out that way. Another way that a lot of families do it is just put a certain amount of money into a pool and then just navigate it out that way so that the cost is, is shared rather than being, I suppose, lumped on one person. Yeah, so BYO your own plate um, and with regards to sort of alcohol as well for parents, if you're wanting to to provide, um, I guess, some celebrations or the drinks and that sort of as well, to make a big budget friendly punch with lots of soft drinks Absolutely. that I guess you bought on sale in the lead up. Yeah, definitely. That's a good one. <laughs> it, it's... Um, as an interesting story happened to me a number of years ago um, in that and I refused to go Christmas shopping on or food shopping on Christmas Eve. It's just one of my pet hates. So I'd allocated one afternoon to go grocery shopping to get everything. It was at my place and all the big ticket items had been bought. Um, and I got to the shop and realised I didn't have my credit card. I'd left it actually in another city. Um, I'd left it down the Gold Coast and I was oh, up wow. in Brisbane. Um, so... I had $100 in my purse. My son who was with me had $10 and what we did was we made it work 
on $110 and we bought everything. And again, what we did was we just, sorry, my screen's just gone off. I'm just putting it back on. Um, what we did was we just kept to our list and we went around and we really thought about what we did need. And for example, you know, like we were talking about before, you know, nuts were on our list. And I thought, okay, I really can't buy the three big bags of nuts that I was going to buy. So I bought three smaller bags of nuts. And I just had to really make deliberate decisions like that. And, and we actually got it done. The other good thing about that was come Christmas Day, we had very little leftovers because I didn't buy extra food. So it was it's a story no I tell wastage. a lot of my clients. No wastage. And at one stage, you know, again, my dad said, Nicola, the nuts are finished. Have you got some more? And I didn't have any of those, but I had some of another type. And as I said, by the end of the day, everything was finished. And that's, again, something that I hear a lot of times people go, we just bought too much. You know, we got impulse buying, we got caught up in it all, mm -hmm. and then I've got too much left over. I bought bought things just in case someone dropped over um, and it's you know it's then they're eating it just because to get rid of it so again really coming back to your plan keep to your list is yes. the biggest thing um, that will really be a cost effective but a fun Christmas still yeah as you said, it's really great to sort of not to waste the food and to sort of have that, that lens of sustainability yeah. for this time of year, as we always should have it. Yeah. Um, but this is something that uh, saves time, money, and, um, and it's good for the environment as well. Now, yeah. Another, another hit t one that a lot of clients that we talk about is like the ham. You know, and it's always been that tradition here to buy the big ham. And then I think in after Christmas, people get sick of what can I do with ham? I've had enough ham. I've had enough toasted ham and cheese sandwiches. I've had enough omelettes. I've had enough of ham. So it might be even looking at, and it might be a little bit more expensive to do this per kilo, but it might be just going to the butcher and getting some Christmas ham shake, uh, Christmas ham cut for you, just the amount that you need. So whilst it might be more per kilo, you're actually not going to spend as much as compared to buying a, a half a ham or a whole ham. Um, and then it's just less space in your in your uh, in your fridge as well. As well. So just like that is a and especially as families change as we were saying we may not have the same numbers of of family members attending um christmas day so really just thinking what do i actually need yes and and looking at sort of um decorating the table as well christmas bonbons can also cost quite a bit and i guess with the lens of sort of making things ourselves, we can always make them um, homemade to save some money as well, and which would be fun, um, I think, yeah. as well. <laughs> and um, I guess I've never made them, but I'm sure we could. <laughs> yeah, and and looking at looking ahead at gifts and those types of things as well. I guess you know you and the kids can also make handmade Christmas decorations as a gift. Um, everybody loves handmade sort of gifts as well to put them on the tree. Like even decorating and painting pasta to make little angels and all those types Absolutely. of things. Absolutely, do yeah. you know? Once again, it's people aren't going to be expecting. I think a great deal this year, and um, I think more so than anything, as we have. Unfortunately, with COVID, I mean, in, depending on what state and territory that you've been in, but lost a little bit of that human connection this year, these types of homemade gifts are, are going to sort of, I, I think everybody, as you always do, love them, but I think in, in this year in particular would love them a little bit more. It just makes it a bit more personal, doesn't it? Yeah. And someone's taken a bit of thought rather than just going to the shop and buying things. So, um, again, try if we leave this to the last moment it just doesn't happen so the more we can do things in advance um christmas can look you know a, a very different christmas but it can still be very enjoyable 
And do you have any other tips to help keep um, the budget low, I guess, for, for table decorations? Um, for example, in the article, you, you mentioned you can use what plants you already have in your garden, like rosemary twigs. That would just be a beautiful scent right throughout the, um, the table to have rosemary twigs or cinnamon sticks, um, pine, pine combs and, and candles, those types of things. As opposed Absolutely. To going yeah. out and splurging and getting new stuff to decorate the table, use what you've already got in the garden. Absolutely. All of those things that you've just mentioned are are great and they're things that are just lying around as well. So um, it's being creative and and getting the kids involved as well. And um, again, the more we can do things in advance, um, we can just put a lot more effort into that and it's, it's still very cost effective. And I just wanted to revisit what you mentioned briefly before about the Christmas wishing well um, that can sort of help keep uh, costs down. Can you maybe just elaborate again what that is as a new concept? So typically if you know that there's three or four families together and you've worked out what as a family you you want to have on Christmas Day and you've worked out how much that's going to cost, then just divvy it up the costs and you put in, it might be, you you all put in $50 each and there's four families so there's $200 or it might be a little bit more so um, and then someone takes on that responsibility or you, you then can farm out the, the, the buying of the food to people as well so that everyone can be involved. So it's then just a way of not having one person, you know, um, have the you know, have the cost of, you know, maybe the meats compared to someone who's had the cost of the salad and vegetables and that's just making it a little bit more equitable. Great idea. And this is this has hopefully been a very helpful conversation for, for everyone watching and listening. And I'd love just to know from your perspective, what are your key messages that you want sort of anyone watching and listening to take away today? Take some time. Really think about what you want Christmas to look like this year. Um, involve people. And as you said, involve the family. So there's that human connection as well that, and it's very um you know, I know that whenever my kids make things, the, the family members always comment well, how good it looks in the grandparents and it just makes it very special. Think about quality rather than quantity. Don't get caught up in the emotion at all. Make a list. Make a plan. Stick to your list. Um, look for specials, but just think about how much you actually really do need so that you don't get left, you know, left with leftovers. Um, also, you know, as you were alluding to before, Christmas can be a really high risk time of the year, not only you know, what we're talking about with, with financial implications, but also with weight. Um, and it's not unusual for people to put on anywhere between one to three kilos over that period of time. So, you know, the people that I talk about to clients, um, it's always about you know, trying to maintain and also engaging different activities on Christmas Day. So it might be, you know, some, some family ba- um, backyard cricket or golf going for a walk. So that can be just another part of what Christmas is. So keep it simple, keep a plan, keep to plan. Yes. Well, look, if anyone's got any of the key messages, um, I guess, for you on this particular topic, given that's your area of um, expertise as well, whereabouts can they find you? Well, you can just jump on our website, which is lifeshape.com.au or where I'm located is up in our Brisbane office and our phone number here is 0733 777 888. 
Wonderful. Nicola, I've really loved chatting with you. Thank you so much for your time. And I don't know if it's too early to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. Merry Christmas. There you go. You're the first person I've said Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and Merry Christmas to all the viewers. And here's to a bigger, better 2021 for everyone. Um, and I think we're I think everyone's right. hoping and praying for that. So <laughs> bring it on. <laughs> oh, thank you Definitely. so much for your tips today. It's been wonderful chatting with you. Take care and stay no safe. No troubles. Okay. Cheers. Thank you. Okay, bye. bye. I'm Rachel Monteleone and you've been listening to Kiddypedia, the podcast. You can have full access to Kiddypedia by visiting our website at kiddypedia.com.au or following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. We're all here to help make the world a better place for our children and for generations to come. You can start today by helping us reach other parents by going to Apple Podcast, subscribe, rate and review this podcast. Thank you for listening and be sure to give my love to the kids.